What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Black Box, the show where we unpack, unbox, and unwrap everything black. I'm your girl, Big C. Happy Monday, kings and queens. How was everybody's weekend? I hope everybody had a good prosperous productive weekend i had a good weekend i couldn't really do much because you know the weather in houston texas has been crazy we have been expecting a tropical storm i don't know if it's upgraded to a hurricane now they're calling it hurricane hannah i believe so if you live in houston texas or if you live in texas period be safe out there be careful i don't know if it's still coming or if it's past or if this weekend was like a foreshadow of what's going on but y'all know how texas and hurricanes go y'all already know so my weekend was good i didn't do much but you know chill in the house catch up on some shows chill with family a lot of good and a lot of bad happened this weekend y'all as far as like news and tea I don't know if y'all know or heard, but Regis, he just passed. Y'all know from um, Kelly and Regis. Oh, my God. Y'all, he was such a funny, funny man. I really didn't watch the show that they had together like that, but I knew of him. He was such a good, you know, journalist, such a good host, like, very positive. I loved Regis. So, he just recently passed. He was 88. He was 88 years old. So... Not that it was his time, you know, not saying that or anything, but, you know, he lived a full life. He got to see a lot, you know, of decades, a lot of life. So, he was 88. He recently passed. Sierra and Russell just welcomed their new baby. His name is Wynn Harrison Wilson. WHW. I don't know if I like Wynn, y'all. I mean, it's different. All of their kids' names are different anyway. You got future you got sienna and now you have baby win so they just had their baby i think she had her baby on saturday and apparently doja cat has covid i don't know if she is recovered from it or still going through it but she announced that she had covid um that she experienced the symptoms and everything and she doesn't know how she got it but she got it and i know you're wondering like sierra <laughs> Big C, why are you spilling the tea right now? Like, what's going on? Today's show is going to be a little different, y'all. I wanted to give y'all a little tea, a little something, something, because today's show is going to be a little different. Now, I know usually on Mondays we get into our little Kiki, Kiki with Cece, but I want to try something different just to show y'all my versatility and show y'all that I'm not just about drama and TVs and movies. Like, I like to talk, okay? If you if you haven't figured that out by now, you must not know. I like to talk, okay? So, I thought, you know, why not have a discussion topic today? I know it's pretty much going to be a one-sided discussion because, hello, but, you know, I just, you know, I feel that this is something that I really want to talk about, that I really want to get out there, and that, you know, it will help people in the future because I wish I had knew some of these things that I'm about to talk about today. So, I don't know how often I'm going to do uh, topics of discussion I'm gonna really let y'all know honestly like if I do do a topic of discussion instead of a kiki with cc all Monday I will absolutely let y'all know I'll probably pose um, a question either on my twitter or my instagram 
at T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. I might pose a question on my socials just to kind of get y'all's insight too. And whenever y'all give it to me, I'm going to read it. And I'm going to let the people know what y'all think too. We're all family up in here, y'all. Y'all already know. We family. We going to get down to it. We going to get into it. But yes, so... I will definitely let y'all know when I do topics of discussion. And if you want your opinion or your point of view included within mine, hit me up. Answer the question that I'm going to put on my Instagram and Twitter. And let me know what you think about the topic of discussion. So today's topic of discussion, I want to talk about life after college, what they don't tell you. Now, I am a recent graduate. Well, let me not say so recent because I don't want y'all. Not that there's anything wrong with class of 2020. Hey, y'all, how you doing? But, you know, wasn't nobody doing it like class of 2019. And that's on baby. But I wanted to talk about the things they don't tell you about what happens after college. And give you a little, like, helpful tips that I wish that I had knew or had known that would have helped me. So, as I said, I'm a recent graduate, or not so recent. I graduated a year ago, 2019, in May from Sam Houston State University. Shout out to my bear cats. Eat them up cats, okay? It's a little nice college in Huntsville, Texas, about an hour away from Houston. And I think it's like three hours away from um, Dallas, Texas. So... Yeah, I graduated. I'm very proud of myself. You know, got my high school diploma. Now I have my bachelor's in mass communication. So I'm very proud of myself for achieving that. But, you know, people don't really tell you what you're supposed to expect after college. I know it's like the regular, You okay, you're done with college. Now go get a job in your field. Okay, then what? You know, okay, I get my job and then I live my life. Well, of course you get your job and you live your life. But, you know... It ain't that easy. And I honestly, I guess that's in my naivety or me being like optimistic or, you know, seeing the world through rose colored glasses, I guess. I just figured like, oh, you know, it'll happen or, you know, I'm not too worried about it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a child of God. I cannot be touched, (laughs) Summer Walker. Uh, So I was like, I'm going to be fine. You know, I'm fine. I'm still fine now. But, you know. Life come at you hard. And let me just put it like that. It come at you real hard. And so it was a lot of things that I was dealing with in the past year from me graduating that I just really was not expecting. So I really want to let y'all know what those things are. And if I can help any um, recent college grads or, you know, you're about to graduate from college, whether you're graduating in the fall of this year or, you know, the spring of next year, just some tips that I wish I would have known just to help me out, just to make the transition from college life to adulthood a little easier. Okay. First thing they don't tell you when you get out of college is the job market. Now, I should have known based on the type of economy that we have in the U.S. that it was going to be a struggle. But the major that I have, my major that I uh, got my bachelor's for is mass communications, which is basically journalism, like anything journalism from news, like being a news anchor to news producing, news writing, writing for uh, television, producing for television, radio, you know, things of that nature. Your girl is well versed in, okay? Very versed. And I'm thinking like, oh, you know, I didn't think it was going to be 
that difficult to find a job in my field. I still don't have a job in my field that I got my degree for. This is my job. The, the job that I've made for myself in my career field is this, the black box. I've made my own job for myself because they just, it just was not happening for me. And I don't know why. Because your girl is skilled. The resume, <laughs> immaculate, okay? But the job market is super, super hard. And I don't, I'm just speaking from a mass communications journalistic standpoint. I'm just speaking from there. Finding a job in my field was extremely difficult. And then when I did, you know, when opportunities were presented to me, the employers always brought up the lack of experience that I had. They always asked, like, well, what could you bring to the team? What could you bring to our company? This, that, and the third. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I know my way around editing. I can edit. I can edit like nobody's business, okay? I, I'm a very good editor. You know, apparently I have a good voice. I know y'all like hearing this this voice every Monday and Friday. I have a very good voice. I'm very articulate. Like, I'm a hard worker. You know, everything an employer wants to hear. They was not trying to hear your girl out. They was like, oh, no experience. Thank you so much. Hit the door. Very much that. And, you know, it's kind of hard because as a college student or as a recent college graduate, you're like, okay, you want me to have experience. I want to have a job. Where can we meet in the middle? They wasn't trying to meet your girl in the middle. So I just thought that was very shocking to me because... I had done an internship previously, like, before I graduated. And I'm thinking, like, okay, like, they see that I've had a little bit of world experience. They're going to, I mean, come on, what can they expect? I'm a college graduate. They don't care about that. They do not care about that. So finding a job is hard. Employers want you to, like, have previous experience before they even think about giving you the lowest level position possible. And then I also feel in the job market the price of a bachelor's degree has been lowered. Like, at this point, you might as well just, it might as well just be like a, um, a high school diploma. Not that, you know, the a high school diploma isn't important, but, you know, it's a bachelor's degree. Like, four years at university, like, come on now. That's not easy. A lot of people don't make it through that or, you know, get to that point. You know, you get to college, but some people just realize it's not for them. I thought I was going to be one of those people, but I knew I could not go back home to my mama, to Sharon Renee, and say, Mama, (laughs) college ain't for me. I'll just, your girl stuck it out. But, you know, I ended up loving college. But I just really feel that the price of a bachelor's degree has just... It doesn't hold the same way as it used to. They want you to have a master's, a PhD, working on a doctorate. Like, they want you to have all of that. And I'm like, okay, you know, of course you should want to better yourself. You should want to, you know, want more in life, want more for you. I don't know about y'all. I don't like school like that. I do not like school like that. I'm not a school person. I'm smart, I get good grades, especially if I put, you know, my my effort into it. But if you was to be like, back in the day, if you was to be like, Sierra, you could either go to school or do, I would have chosen the other option. I didn't care what it was. That's how much I don't like school. You feel me? So I just, you know, me dedicating my four, you're telling me, me dedicating 
four years of my life after the fact to get a bachelor's degree to get you know a higher education you're telling me it don't mean nothing oh no honey no they did not tell me this Uh uh-uh i was not ready i was not ready y'all so the job market is crazy and i wish somebody had told me i feel like somebody did but you know being young and thinking you know everything or thinking like oh i got this you know i'm not worried about nothing nah baby homegirl should have been worried homegirl should have been worried so here's some tips that you know if you are about to graduate college or if you have graduated college even you know if or if you're in the process these tips might be helpful to you so that way when it's time for you to get into the job market you a little bit more prepared than your girl big c was okay so the first tip is be proactive while you're still in school so for those of us or for those of y'all who are still in college or going through the process of college whatever it is look for internships in your field Please do y'all internships really, really help. Even if they say that the internship is just for juniors and seniors, apply for it anyway. If you're a freshman or a sophomore, apply for it anyway because at least one, you're getting your name out there. So it's like even if they come across your application or your profile and they're like, oh, she's a freshman or oh, she's a sophomore, and then you continue to apply again, your junior and your senior, your, your, your name is already ingrained in their minds. You know that, oh, we've seen her before. Okay, well, she actually meets this requirement this time. Let's see what she has to offer. Boom, foot in the door. And then you never know. They say they require juniors and seniors, but what if nobody applies that year? And you're the only application and you're a freshman and a sophomore. Baby girl, they're going to take you. Baby girl, baby boy, they're going to take you. They want the interns. So look for internships. Look for internships. That's number one. Job search as often as you can. So that way you at least have an idea of the type of company you want to work for, what the company that you want to work for is looking for, and how you can better prepare yourself for that opportunity when it arises. So job search as often as you can. Research the company that you want to work for. Research the person that you're going to be under, you know, so that way when the opportunity presents itself, you more than prepared. Okay? You done took the test, ace, you you more than prepared, okay? Your art your arsenal is fully loaded, okay? And also attend job fairs. I used to be that girl that was like, I ain't, I ain't doing no job fair. That's retarded. No, attend the job fairs. They're really helpful. Especially if your school has them for um, your specific major. Or even if your, your city, your county, whatever has them, go. Because what's the worst that can happen? You end up taking a little trip. Okay, it's not what you thought it was going to be. And that's fine. Make some connections while you're there, you know? I personally at Sam, at Sam Houston State University, eat them up cats, uh, people went there specifically for CJ, which is criminal justice. And, you know, the other well-known department was the mass comm department. But it seems like every time we had job fairs, they would cater more to the CJ students, which, which was understandable. You know, that's what people come there for. But, you know, they would have like two, one or two um mass comm job representatives and it's like just imagine a whole mass comm department all of us in line trying to talk to these two 
uh, job representatives. Like, it was hard, y'all. So, even if it's a situation like that, still go. You never know what kind of connections you can make, what kind of impact you can make on the representative that is there for you, you know? So, just go. Attend the job fairs, y'all. They are super, super important. And there, it's like, take some time out of your day to figure out, you know, what you gonna, what your next step gonna be after this, okay? Don't do like me. Don't wait till you get out here in these streets and try to figure it out because it, it ain't going to be like that. It ain't going to be like that. I'm trying to help y'all. I want y'all to know because, whoo, child. Okay. So attend job fairs and also look for opportunities to sharpen your skills, whether it's seminars, whether it's workshops, work study programs, mentor programs. There's nothing better than working on your craft. Whatever you're going to school for, whatever you're uh, trying to get your degree in, there's nothing better than trying to sharpen the skills that you already have or sharpen the skills that you were taught while at university. You know, no, there's nothing wrong with bettering yourself, y'all. So look for opportunities to sharpen your skill and your resume. Make sure that resume is immaculate, okay? Immaculate. So job market. That's one thing I wish somebody had told me after I graduated college how to navigate that properly the next thing is going from living independently to back at home now i know like before you go off to college like you've probably been living with your family forever so you know because that's all you know but i'm telling y'all when you get that little bit of freedom when you come back from class after a long day and there's still juice in the refrigerator there's no type of joy like that so then when you've been pretty much by yourself or with a roommate one other person for four years then you gotta come back home to extra peoples shout out to my extra peoples i love y'all but to extra folks it's different it's different and it's shocking I know y'all like, oh my god, this girl is so dramatic. But no, y'all, I'm serious. Like, it's it didn't take me a while, cause you know, I you know, I have been living with my my family forever. But you know, four years on your own by yourself, y'all. I wasn't ready. I wasn't. I was not ready. It's just, and I, you know, for those of y'all who don't know, I do still live with my parents. I am not shamed because, you know, I'm trying to save up. When I move out on my own, I'm trying to own, okay? Not rent, okay? When I move out, period. But I do live with my parents. And um, they're not, you know, my parents are excellent parents. I love my parents. They don't really be hounding me about, like, where I go, what I do. They just, you know, they like to know where I'm going and who I'm going with because, you know, they want just in case something happened to me. Or I don't come home, you know, they know where I'm at or they know who I'm with. But that in itself, y'all, when I, I'm telling y'all, when I came home the first time after like being at Sam, like for like a good little while and like leaving, coming and going as I please. And I came back home for like winter break. My mom was like, I was about to leave y'all. <laughs> Your girl's about to head out the door. She had things to do. My mom said, where are you going? I swear I was so shocked. I was like, who's saying that? Like, I was looking around like, what? What? You forget. You forget that this is not your house. This is not your space. So you have to respect the individuals, especially if you're living with your parents, that, you know, 
that live with you. So it was just very, very, it wasn't hard. I don't want to say it's hard. I don't want you to think like, oh my God, my parents is like, you know, they don't treat me like a child. They know I'm 23 years old. They let me do what regular 23 year olds do. It's just like, I guess it's the pressure from society more so. Like, okay, you need to be living on your own. You 23, it's 21 year olds that, you know, they bought their first apartment, first car, and I'm still over here living with my, that do not matter. That does not matter. Everybody's story is different. So if you're one of those people who are who is struggling with uh, going from living at home or not living at home, going from living, you know, independently for four years and then you have to go back to home life, you know, with your family or living with your parents, this is some tips. Be grateful. I know that very sound that sounds like I'm on the parent side, but y'all just honestly think about it. especially if you have parents as good as mine. I live with my mama and my daddy for rent free. It's a lot of people whose parents expect them to like help them out with some bills or expect them to pay for their share of the room. And sometimes I feel guilty because, you know, they don't ask that of me, but I try to do any and everything else that I can do within my pack. Cause like, honestly, like I'm not even gonna cap to y'all. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine trying to pay bills right now based on the type of money that I make. I'm not saying I'm like super broke or nothing, but it's just not in my life plan right now. I just would not be able to do it. So I'm very grateful that my parents let me, you know, live here and they don't really expect anything of me but to go to work to stack my money. I be spending, I be giving them money just to, you know, say like okay i got it like whatever y'all need because that that to me that's just showing gratitude like you know i thank you for letting me stay here rent free not asking me to like pay anything or help out on anything but i'm gonna do it anyway if i can so just be grateful if you do if you are in a situation you know like that where your parents are letting you come home letting you stay rent free letting you eat up all the food in their fridge don't gotta put in on nothing be grateful and help out if you can i know they would appreciate that you know that's just to me that's just common decency like that's just manners i was just raised like that but be grateful also take your time with moving out don't let nobody especially not society because a lot of people out here flexing like these people who got apartments and no furniture yeah baby no do not let nobody who got an apartment but no furniture try to convince you to move out when you're not ready that ain't the move that that's not it at all take your time stack your money if you staying at home with your parents or with somebody who is allowing you to live there rent free stack your money so that way by the time you move out it's secure period at the end of the day don't rush to move out take your time everything happens on your own time take your time don't let nobody tell you what to do with your time either don't let nobody try to shout you live with your parents yeah i know you wish you did yeah i do i do don't let nobody try to tell you what to do with your time with your finances nothing take your time the next thing i wish somebody told me is like about friendship maintenance so i have two very awesome very beautiful talented gorgeous smart ambitious shall i go on i made two very 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 good sisters at um sam one of them 
I've known her since we've been going to school together forever, but we just never ran in the same crew. Cause Miss Girl, she was she was a little rough. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> she wasn't rough, y'all. She not rough like in looks. She was that girl liked to fight. She was run up, get done up. She was very much that. So we didn't run in the same like circles, but I knew of her. She knew of me. And, like, we became roommates at Sam. And she is, like, one of the most genuine, I don't know, genuinest is not a word. That's not a word, Sierra. She's one of the most genuine people I know. And she, you know, she's, like, that type of person that she glows from within. I'm not going to say her name because she already knows who she is. So, I made, you know, two friends. She was one of them. And then my other one, she lives all the way. I don't know why I said all the way. But she lives in Dallas, particularly Plano. And I love her. She is, like, my weird sister. Like, we we connect on a different level. Like, she understands. We understand each other. Like, all I have to do is look at her and she knows exactly what I'm talking about, what I'm thinking about. Like, we just, we, we locked in, for real, for real. And so... They're both, they both have really strong personalities. They do bump heads sometimes. Both of them, not me. I'm the peacemaker. I'm the one like, kumbaya, my lord. Between them, they be <laughs> raging bull. I'm like, hold on, guys. Hold on. But it's all love. It's just, you know, strong personalities. It's all love at the end of the day. But I realized that in order to keep lasting friendships like this, especially, you know, the like the dynamic that we have my friend, she lives all the way in Plano. And, you know, me and my other friend, we're here together in the same city. But, you know, we don't really get to see each other like that, you know, because life happens. You know, COVID has happened. You know, we haven't really been hanging out like that. Ooh, excuse me. Like that. So you really have to work on your friendships, especially if you want them to last, especially if there is distance involved you have to put forth effort y'all communication is key figure out how your friends like to communicate now this was a struggle for me because me and my friend who lives here we both like to text we're texters you know we don't really like to be on the phone or on facetime like that you know we text that's what we do my other friend who lives in plano she is a phone person she loves the phone. She'll be on the phone with you all day if you let her. She likes to be on the phone. And so that was really hard for me and my te- my friend who lives here to be, to communicate with her the way she wanted to be communicated with. Because we don't like to do that. There was, huh, y'all, there was many arguments, many a fight. There, it was a lot. But we figured it out. And we just, you know, you have to compromise. You have to communicate with the friends that you want to keep in the way that they want to be communicated with. That's the only way that it's going to last or that it's going to work as y'all grow through life. But that's a given. Also, plan trips as often as you can. Even if they're staycations. Like, my friend who lives in Plano, she came to Houston and we just had a whole girls weekend. We just stayed in Houston. We had fun. We had a sleepover at my house. It was amazing. Uh, amazing. It was amazing. The pictures are on... um instagram and twitter but plan trips even if it's like a small y'all let's just go take a picnic or whatever or let's just go downtown to see what's going on you know do stuff like that and don't make assumptions that's one thing i feel is like the breaker of friendships especially like long distance friendships do not make assumptions assumptions is a killer 
Don't assume that your homegirl are right just because, you know, she hasn't said anything to you or y'all haven't spoken, but, you know, it's no beef. Don't assume things. Check up on your friends, especially your strong friends, y'all. Check up on them. Make sure they're okay. Communicate with your friends how they like to be communicated with. Friendship maintenance. I wish somebody had told me that. Because I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be it's copacetic. It is copacetic. It is all good. But, you know, you have to work at it. A lot of people say friendships are supposed to be effortless. And, then, yeah, that is true. You know, the connection is supposed to be effortless. But the work to keep the friendship going, to keep the friendship alive, to keep the connection alive, you have to put it in. You have to put in the work. Another thing I wish I knew is I wish I knew my worth as far as, you know, what I could bring to a company. A lot of times being a recent graduate or being a um, fresh out of college person, companies expect that you're going to take whatever they're going to give you. So the world in general, because you're so new, because you're so fresh in the world, they're going to try to shortchange you. All the time. They're going to try to shortchange you. Because they figure that you're young. You're impressionable. You, you're you hungry for opportunity. Which is true. That you're going to take anything wrong. Wrong, y'all. Do not let these people fool you. Especially these major corporations. That a lot of us would like to work for. To get that salary. Do not let them fool you into taking anything less than what you're worth. As I'm, talk, I'm really talking to... Well, this is the black box, so it's for my it's for my melanated peoples, especially especially us as black women, y'all. They will try their I'm a cuss. They will try their damnedest to shortchange us, and I'm like, why? That's another that's another discussion for another day, but. They will try to shortchange you because they figure you hungry, you want the opportunity, you willing to take anything. Okay, this is where... No, sweetheart. No. How about we're not going to do that? How about we're not going to do that? Know what you will and what you won't accept. When you go into an interview for a job, especially a major corporation, go into it knowing, especially if they hire you on the spot. Because, you know, a lot of times that's how I feel corporations try to get over they don't expect or you as the candidate don't expect that you that you might get hired right on the spot but that's how they get you they hire you right on the spot and they're like okay well what are your terms and you are frantic and frazzled because you're like oh i wasn't expecting this no go into the interview or go into the meeting already thinking they're gonna hire you on the spot and have your terms and conditions ready if they're offering offering you anything less than what you feel you deserve and they're not willing to negotiate, bye. Bye. Leave. I know you're like, uh-uh, big C, uh-uh. This, the, this is my dream job. This is Okay, and it may be your dream job. It may be your dream job. But guess what? No dream job would ever give you less than what you're worth. And we just gonna leave it on that. No dream job would ever pay you less than what you are worth a dream job is a job that sees you sees what you bring to the table sees how they can grow you within the company and they should they should be giving you more than what you're worth if they see all that potential but a real company they're going to give you what you're worth period so know it know what you're worth and don't take less
Also, come in with a set price for yourself and your skills. I don't know if that's bad, but to me, it's like I'm not taking under a certain dollar amount. No matter how great this opportunity is, no matter how long I waited for this opportunity, if I really feel like I could get more or I know they could have offered more, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. You have to ask. We have to stop being scared of asking for what we're worth because that's how they want to keep us well you didn't ask for it well i didn't know i didn't know ask for it know what you want and if they're willing to negotiate ask for it period closed mouths don't get fed period and if they don't see your worth they're lost period they're lost that's it Ain't no need to explain. Ain't no need to. If they don't see your worth and they, or if they see it and still not willing to pay sticker price. Bye. Well, thank you so much for your time. And we move on because somebody out there, some company out there, some employer out there is going to see what you bring to the table, what you have to offer, how dedicated you are, how hungry you are. And they're going to give you the opportunity that you've been waiting for. Don't ever settle for anything less than your worth. Y'all don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling y'all, listen listen to Big C. I'm Mama C right now. Listen, don't do it. Don't do it. Last thing is, patience is key. There is this notion that you have to obtain everything after you graduate college. You got to get your dream job that pays six-figure salary. You got to move out on your own. You need to be paying your own bills. You got to do this. You need to be having your own car. You need to be financing your own car. No. Patience is key, y'all. I wish I would have known that because I'm I, I had the same type of thinking process like okay it's gonna come to me i know it's gonna like i know it's gonna like happen for me like it's just about i'm about to get my dream job and it didn't happen for me like that and so there was a lot of time where i was confused and lost and i'm like well maybe i got my degree in the wrong thing or no that is not true everything is not going to happen for you all at once it takes time and some people are like, well, I got to make it by 30. I got to make it by. Why do people think 30 is the cutoff for when you when you should be able to obtain things? Like if you're not established by 30, what have you been doing with your life? I don't know who it was, but I think it was Ava DuVernay. Everybody knows Ava DuVernay. I don't think she started doing film or, you know, writing films, directing films. I don't think she started doing that until she was in her mid 30s. She just started following her dreams to her mid-30s. Look at Lizzo. Lizzo, for example. Lizzo is 32. I did not know that. Before then, before we know Lizzo now, I think she just turned 32. Before then, Lizzo was doing a whole bunch of odd jobs. And she was in her 20s. In her, from, I think from when she uh, graduated high school all the way up until she was pursuing music. With no success. She did not get successful until last year when she was 31. She's 32 now. Do not let society fool y'all into thinking that if you're not rich by 25, it's never going to happen. Look at Supercent. Another example, Supercent. She probably was a regular person for most of her life. 
until she started doing social media. She did social media. She got a following for doing her funny videos. She even tried to do bounce music. I think only people in New Orleans know that. But Super tried to do bounce music. It didn't work. So she found something else that she was passionate about, which is makeup. And now she's a millionaire. She's a millionaire, y'all. And I don't even know how old Super is. 35, 36, I don't know. Do not let society fool you into thinking you have to obtain everything right now. You do not. You do not. Everyone's timing is different. Things happen for people in a different way. Not to put myself out there. A lot of my constituents at school. I don't know why I said constituents, y'all. A lot of my fellow classmates at school. Like when I was in high school. They were driving. They had cars. They had licenses. I didn't get my license till I was 21. Am I shame? No. No, I'm not. I don't care. I was scared. Had too many close calls. No. I didn't get my license I was 21. That just proves everybody's timing is different. Things will come to you when they're supposed to come to you. Don't rush your blessings also. You do not want to ask for something, pray for something that you're not ready for. You do not want a premature blessing. Just imagine God dropped this amazing job opportunity into your lap. And you way over your head because you're not ready. You have too much going on in your personal life. You're not focused. You're not, you know, you're not loving yourself from within. You're not, you didn't do anything in the time before to prepare you for this opportunity. And now you squandered it. You squandered a blessing that you weren't ready for. Don't rush it, y'all. It's going to happen. While you're waiting for it to happen, work on you till the opportunity arises. That way you're prepared. Me doing the black box right now, I'm using myself as a testament. Me doing the black box right now, I'm praying like every other content creator prays. I'm praying that it takes off. I'm praying that, you know, people see me doing this and try to do something similar as far as like following their dreams and you know creating their own lane and everything but this is me honing my craft honing what I love to do honing my skills you know what I'm saying I'm y'all still I still have not received a job opportunity in my field still but I'm not letting that stop me from doing what it is I want to do and it's going to happen for me. Whether they hear the black box and it's like, wow, she has real potential. She has real, you know, you got to step out on faith sometimes. But patience is key. That's my last thing I wish I knew, you know, life after college. I wish somebody told me patience is key. Don't let social media, outside forces, don't let nobody try to tell you that things aren't happening quick enough. This is my life. It's going to happen at the pace God and I said. And that's just on period. Okay. Patience is key. That's my take on life after college. I really hope I helped somebody. I really hope that y'all can see where I'm coming from. And yeah, those are just some things that I wish I knew. So hopefully I've helped somebody. Hopefully if you are a recent college graduate, you're like, yeah, girl, I'm going through this too. Let me know. Hit me up on my socials, IG and Twitter the same, T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if you were going through some of the same things that I was going through or 
that you didn't know about life after college. On Friday, y'all already know we're getting into P-Valley movie review. Hope to see y'all there. You know what I'm saying? Don't leave your girl hanging. Don't let me give you all these tips and you just leave us hanging. Okay? So I'm going to see y'all on Friday. This has been the Black Box, like every day. I'm your host, Big C. Have a blessed Monday, kings and queens. Mwah!